0: your name Lord. Father God we thank you just for tonight and we thank you that we do see your goodness Father and we thank you for this opportunity to come together both here in person and online to hear your word. Father we thank and praise you for the wisdom that we receive on today. Holy Spirit have your way in this place on tonight. I thank you that you will touch, heal, deliver, set free, make whole through the light of your word. Each and every one of these your precious sheep. And we'll be careful to give you all the glory, honor, and praise for the victory that comes as a result of what we hear and what we receive in Jesus' name. If you agree with that, say amen. Amen. Well, welcome to World Changes Church Houston. Again, we're glad that you're with us on tonight. We want to dive right into the Word of God. We had an awesome time in service on Sunday, and we talked about the fact that Jesus had a good day's work. Amen. Uh, the fact that when he went up on Calvary, he got the job done if you agree with that say amen so jesus went up and he put in put in a good day's work for us at calvary but now how many guys know his work is finished amen now he does have a second job i will say that he does have a second job and he's seated at the right hand of the father advocating for you and i but on earth as it currently stands his work is finished but how many guys know that the work of god is still continuing on I said the work of God is still continuing on and let me ask you this how is God's work still continuing on in the earth who's still getting the job done I heard I heard the right answer through two different people and it was two different things that you said I heard somebody say the Holy Spirit if you agree with that say amen oh yeah he's at work amen and then it's also through the church somebody said that's me so you have the Holy Spirit who's at work in the earth, and then you also have the body of Christ. This is very interesting because the body of Jesus, who is the Christ, was here on earth getting things done. But then he ascended to heaven, and then the body of Christ still remained operating in the earth, empowered by the Holy Ghost. That's so very interesting, because you can see an amazing parallel between that. Here's Jesus, who is God, getting the work done. But then Jesus, who is God, goes to heaven. And then we, who represent him and who've been empowered by him, still remain. But then the Holy Spirit, who is God, lives in us to still get the job done on earth. Hmm. That's amazing. So Jesus went and put in a good day's work for us at Calvary. And now the Holy Spirit continues to work in the earth In us and through us. Uh, Go to Philippians 1, Philippians 1, we'll look at um, verse 6, and let's look at this in the New Living Translation. Philippians 1, verse 6 in the NLT. It says, And I am certain that God, who began the good work where? Within you, will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. The Amplify says, I am convinced and confident confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will continue to perfect and complete it until the day of Christ Jesus, the time of his return this tells me first of all that first part of the statement that i just made is very true that not only is the holy spirit working through us but he's still at work in us unlike jesus we are not perfect in that sense if you understand that say amen yeah so so we're we're still a work in progress as far as our soul is concerned even though spiritually you're good to go your spirit's been taken care of you're saved it's sealed with the holy spirit your soul still needs some work amen And so the Holy Spirit is still at work in us, perfecting us, so that God can continue to use us here on earth. Let me say it a little differently. He is renewing your mind so you will choose to do whatever he asks you to do. Amen? We see all types of scriptures where it's very clear that We are the righteousness of God, and therefore God wants to send his sons and daughters out around the world to change the world and get his love into the world and minister to others about his love, but sometimes we, as his sons and daughters, get in the way of that. Simply put, how we feel about it, how we feel about life, how we feel about circumstances, whether we have confidence in our ability through God, whether we even think we're worthy of it. There's all types of things that happens that... Causes us to begin to doubt the Word of God and the ability of the Holy Spirit in our lives So the Holy Spirit is at work in us To make sure we have the confidence or the faith in God and his word if you understand that say amen So let's go to Romans chapter 8 Verse 14 as we walk through this Romans chapter 8 verse 14 It says uh, and we're back to the New Living Translation Romans 8 14 it says for all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God so you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves instead you received whose spirit God's spirit when he adopted you as his own children so that's why I said very clearly the Holy Spirit is God you've received God The spirit of God who is God on the inside of you and you are a child of God say that with me I'm a child of God so you have not received the spirit that makes you fearful slaves that's very important to understand as you are making a decision to allow the Holy Spirit to use you I need you to understand that you don't have to be afraid when the Holy Spirit tells you to do something you don't have to be afraid that he's gonna cause you to do something that's weird Amen? This is going to cause you to do something that's going to uh, cause you to miss out on life. Somebody said, why are you saying that? Because that's what happens a lot of times. A lot of people don't want to serve and follow God because they think, i got to give up something that I, 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 that I should have. Well, here's the reality. Yeah, it may cause you to change some behaviors. It may cause you to give up some stuff that you shouldn't be doing anyway. But you don't have to be afraid of that because he's never going to do anything to you that's going to hurt or harm you, and at the end of the day, it's still your choice. It's still your choice. Now, I encourage you to let him use you. Amen. But you don't have to be afraid. That's one of the things we have to do as believers is we have to get the spirit of fear out the way in order for the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind to operate in our lives. You have the spirit of power, love, and the sound mind, who is the Holy Spirit, who is the spirit of God, but the spirit of fear tries to compete with that. And I think this scripture is very important. He says, you haven't received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Instead, you received God's spirit when he adopted you as his own children. Somebody say, I'm a child of God. It says, now we call him Abba, Father, for his spirit capital S, joins with our spirit, lowercase s, to affirm that we are God's children. And since we are his children, we are his heirs. Somebody say, I'm an heir of God. In fact, together with Christ we are heirs of god's glory but if we are going to share his glory we must also share his suffering i want to pause right there real quick now i'm I'm on this track right now because I, i need you to understand who you are before i tell you about the work that we have to get done because it's like a it's like a job if you don't go into that job knowing who you are and what skills and qualifications you have you're not gonna have confidence when they free you and give you the responsibility of doing that job are you I mean I, I can go and, and apply to be an airplane pilot but how many guys know if I am NOT a pilot <laughs> the moment I get a plane and get behind those those instruments guess what I'm probably not gonna try to take off why because that's not who I am I don't I don't have the skills and qualifications for this job I I lied on my resume I don't even but what what is they they be saying now? I don't even know how I got this job I just typed it in and and y'all called me back and gave me the job (laughs) but I really should not be sitting in this seat somebody gonna get hurt if I try to do this job it's actually the same thing though uh, as believers if we don't think we're qualified amen to give a word to somebody to lay hands on the sick, to minister, to to pray for somebody. If we don't think we're worthy or qualified, we're not going to do it. And many people won't let God use them simply because they don't know who they are. He says, and since we are his children, we are his heirs. Now, I want to pause right there real quick again. Are we heirs of Jesus? Hmm. This scripture says we're heirs of God. Are you with me? What's the difference? Well, Jesus was the son of God who came to earth, but I am an heir of God, and it says I'm joint heirs with Christ. So whatever he has, I now have. Whatever he can do, I now have right to and to do. And So as the body of Christ as the ones who are still on earth and remain I have access to the voice of God just like Jesus did when he walked the earth Remember all those times. He said I'm just listening to what the father says But how many people think I can't hear God? So therefore I'm no longer qualified to say this word to you because I don't know if it's coming from God or not Child of God. I'm trying to tell you you can hear God You have a right To the voice of God remember Jesus prayed for healing for folks he raised people from the dead but many people don't realize who they are so when the Holy Spirit says lay hands on that person we 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 shy away from it because you know that Jesus did that I'm, I'm not worthy it's not about you being worthy it's about what's just simply rightfully yours you are an heir and whatever he was doing and can do so can you. Somebody say I am an heir of God's glory. I am a joint heir with Jesus Christ. Now, is that just because you say so? What makes that true? Because that's what the Scriptures teaches. That's what the Scriptures teaches. So, whenever the Holy Spirit says, "I want to use you," hopefully you begin to understand I can do this I can do all things through Christ with strength is me amen okay now let's go over to John chapter 14 verse 26 Let's should keep building on this so now you should hopefully understand that you know who you are and the fact that God can and will use you, you're a joint heir, and so you have a right to his voice, you have a right to his power. But being used by God, this just doesn't stop with understanding who you are. It also goes with who is with you. Again, back to having a job. When you get on a job, one of the things that hopefully happens is you get orientated and trained. Amen? Well, I guess y'all don't get orientated and trained too often, but hopefully there is somebody who, who grabs you by the hand and walks you through that job and mentors you through the process to make sure that you know how things work around there and to make sure you're going to get better at what you do and become successful. Many believers, and I'm talking about Christians who are believers, won't allow God to use them because they are walking the path alone. Not saying that the Holy Spirit isn't in them and with them because we just read he is, but they're not listening to him And they're just trying to get everything done on their own I'm gonna go go to school and try to figure this out I'm gonna go to church and try to figure this out and not realizing Holy Spirit is right there with you He has a responsibility To be with you and to do certain things and I want to show you what those things are first of all he teaches you all things I don't know how to speak to people. I don't know how to give a word of wisdom. I don't know how to give a word of knowledge. We know you don't, and the Holy Spirit knows you don't, and you're not alone. He says, I'll teach you how to do all of that. I feel like God is calling me to go do this and go do that, but I never went to school for this. I never went to school for that. Don't worry about it. He'll teach you how to do that. I feel like he told me to, you know, uh, 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 play this instrument. and I, I don't know how to. He'll, he'll teach you how to do that. The question is, is do you have confidence in him? It says, but when the father sends the advocate, that's talking about the Holy Spirit, as my representative, this is Jesus talking, he says, he will what? Teach you everything and remind you of everything I have told you as part of his job to teach you. So let the Holy Spirit do his work so that you can in turn do yours. Are you with me? I don't know if I gave you the title to today's message. It's let them use you. God, God, Jesus has done his work. God has even finished his work. He's set everything up. But the Holy Spirit is still at work because we're still here. Ooh, that's good. And when Jesus returns, that part of the Holy Spirit's work is going to be done. But God said, I'll never leave them nor forsake them, so I'm going to now move on the inside of them because there's still work to be done as long as they're still in the earth. Until my son returns, there's still work to be done, so I'm now going to move on the inside of them and work in them and on them so that I can in turn work through them. So it'll teach you everything and remind you of everything that I have told you so first of all number one he teaches us all things number two let's go to John 16 number two he will guide you into all truth this is Jesus talking he said I have told us uh, actually a uh, yeah he said I have told you all this so that you have my peace Uh, Have peace in me here on earth. You have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world Jesus has overcome the world. So there's nothing that you will have to worry about Instead the Holy Spirit will guide you past all the mess all the drama all the issues right to the truth that says you have victory You have victory. Uh, If I pray for this person, is it going to work? Jesus has overcome all opposition. And the Holy Spirit is here to remind you of that truth. That you already win because Jesus has already fought all the battles. So what's left for us to do? We just need to do it. We just need to do it. I was so proud of our church over this weekend. We were um, out at, um, is it called Sugar Creek? Yeah, Sugar Creek Apartments uh, with Sister Angela uh, and just watching everybody out there just ministering and getting the job done, serving the community, walking around praying for folks and just loving on people. Not worried about their bills, not worried about whether I know how to pray for somebody or not. If something happens when you allow the Holy Spirit to put you right where you need to be at and then the love of God just bubbles up on the inside of you and then you have a choice to make, Will I trust the truth of God's word? Will I trust that Jesus has already given me victory? Will I trust that I am a child of God? Will I trust uh, that no weapon formed against me will prosper? There's nothing to worry about. And now that I am in front of somebody who needs to receive ministry, will I trust the truth that the Holy Spirit's whispering in my ear, which is, You already have the victory? And so do they. So minister to them. Now, if you don't ever get yourself, allow him to put you in situations where people need love and need ministry, then you may uh, struggle with this for the rest of your life. But it was a choice for people to get up and go and serve that day. It was a choice for people to put themselves right in ministry's way, not harm's way, but right in ministry's way and say, use me, Lord. Jesus has already overcome the world, so all we need to do is allow the Holy Spirit to position us To have victory and the holy spirit will guide you right into that fact and also what is this number three also the holy spirit empowers us go with me to acts 1 and 8. acts 1 and 8. it says but you will receive power when the holy spirit what comes upon you And you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So it's very clear right here that the Holy Spirit, he teaches you, he guides you into all truth, showing you that you have the victory. But then he's also the one who empowers you. He's the one that helps you get the job done, or I should say, who gets the job done through you. Remember what I said. We are not the body of Christ just to have a neat title the body of Christ has always got the job done and when he ascended and Sent the whole uh, when God sent the Holy Spirit the, the, the task of the body of Christ of getting the job done didn't stop That's why you should never see a church that is not out doing some form of outreach and ministry Amen what we do on Sundays and Wednesdays is a small part but man if you're not out there ministering to the lost how can you claim to be the body of Christ the body of Christ was given for sacrifice think about that Jesus body was it was given for sacrifice it was given for ministry it was given for love Uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that's the reason why Christ had a body was to love the world. So how can we say we're the church, we're the body of Christ, but we won't go out to the world and then sacrifice for it and love it? But praise God, that's why we call ourselves world changers. because That's what we're called to do. Let's look a little bit more at the work of the Holy Spirit. Go to John chapter 16, verse five. John chapter 16, verse five. The work of the holy spirit is also to remind us that there is nothing more to add to the work that jesus has already finished there's nothing more to add to the work that jesus has already finished somebody says well we just had a whole easter message and we kind of talked about this we did but i want to make sure that you have these scriptures and have this understanding because whenever you get to the point that you actually start trying to go and do this one of the tricks of the enemy is is he's going to come back and try to hit you with these three areas and make you think that you're not saved that you are not the righteousness of God and somewhere along the way you got a sin problem and so God's judging you and all of that is designed to get into your head to once again get you to sit down and not serve God and let the holy spirit use you now you made him sit down in the church you know i just i'm i'm unworthy it's it's my season of sitting i just need to sit down and i can't serve come on somebody and god is like girl get up i've overcome the world your sins have been forgiven you are the righteousness of god the devil is defeated sentence has already been passed upon him you're good to go so don't 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 allow those tricks to trip you up but i'm going to show them to you so you can write them down and have some notes so that when and if he attacks you will have what you need uh, verse 5 it says but now this is jesus talking but now i am going away to the one who sent me and not one of you is asking me where am i going instead you grieve because of what i've told you but in fact it is best for you that i go away because if i don't the advocate who we had talked about earlier won't come if i do go away then i will send him to you and when he comes he will here's the three things he's going to do number one convict the world of its sin and of god's righteousness number two and of the coming judgment number three now those are very important So he says the work of the Holy Spirit Even if you have a New Living Translation Digital Bible It literally says at the top of that As a subheading The work of the Holy Spirit So while we've talked about the Holy Spirit Working in you So that he can work through you Here is also his work He is constantly convicting us Or the world Of its sin I'm going to explain that in a minute He is constantly convicting The world of of God's righteousness. Right? This is how this sentence is written. And he's also constantly convicting the world of the coming judgment. Now, let me show you a little bit of error that has happened in the past when this passage has been preached on. This passage often has been used as a passage to tell you that the Holy Spirit's going to get you and shake you (laughs) to remind you you are a sinner and you need to stop it because he's going to convict you of your sin but that word convict also means in this particular context to convince you because when i read this sentence and i say he's going to convict the world of its sin then it says comma and of god's judgment what, what, what of God's judgment? He's gonna convict the world of God's judgment. That's how you probably would read that. So wait, he's gonna correct me about God's, oh, sorry, about God's righteousness. He's gonna shake me, that, that didn't seem to fit together. He's gonna to get on me about God's righteousness? He's gonna get on me about the coming judgment? But when you understand that that word also means convince, He's going to convince the world of his sin, and he's going to convince the world of God's righteousness, and he's going to convince the world of the coming judgment. Convince us about what? He explains it actually in the next scripture. In the next verse, go go ahead and go to that. He says in verse 9, the world's sin, he's going to convince the world about the world's sin, is that it refuses to believe in him, in Jesus. That's the sin problem. I used to read that all the time. He's going to convince you that you're a no-good, nasty fornicator. He's going to convince you that you're just a drug addict. No, no, no. What he's saying is is he's going to convince the world that its sin issue is that it refuses to believe in the finished works of Jesus. What does that say? That your sins have already been forgiven that you've already been redeemed, that he doesn't even remember your sins anymore. The Holy Spirit is inside of you constantly convincing you that you no longer even have a sin problem because we believe in Jesus and what he took took care of on the cross. That I believe his work is complete. So whenever the enemy comes, the Holy Spirit is on the inside of you. The Spirit of God is on the inside of you saying, he lying, you're not a sinner any longer. My son took care of that. So you stay focused on what I'm trying to do through you to love others. If you understand that, say amen. The next part says he's going to convince you about keep going. Righteousness. What about righteousness? That righteousness is available because I go to the Father and you will see me no more. What is he saying? Holy oh, Spirit's going to be in you convincing you that you are right with God. I died, I took care of sin, and now I'm ascending. And because I'm going to be seated in heavenly places and you're united with me, so are you. You are now an heir of God. You are a joint heir with me. And so you can now come boldly before the throne of grace. Why? Because you are right with God. You have a right to enter into that place because you have a seat in that place with me let me say it to you this way what he's saying is, is you got a seat at the table because I got a seat at the table and so now, you have a right to be in the room. You got a right to speak up. You have a right to, to stand up and to function and operate because of me. You are the righteousness of God. And the Holy Spirit is constantly in you, reminding you of that. So when the devil tries to make you think you're not good enough, you're not worthy enough, you didn't go to school long enough, you never got ordained and licensed, you didn't do this or that and other, you just got saved, whatever that is, he's sitting there saying, listen, you got a right to all that I have. You have a right to all that God has made available because you are the righteousness of God. That's part of the work of the Holy Spirit. He's telling you, you do not have a sin problem. He is telling you that you are the righteousness of God. If you understand that, say amen.